0: guys. I hope everyone's had a really good week so far. Today I'm gonna chat to you guys about theory of mind. So I want to go into a little bit of like what theory of mind actually is and explain that a little bit because I think it can be a little bit confusing to some people and then I want to chat about why I think it's so important, how kids might show that their theory of mind is developing and how you can encourage kids to develop their theory of mind and then um, we'll have a little bit of a chat at the end to as to like what to do if you're a little bit concerned that your kids may not be showing theory of mind um, at a you know a rate that's developmentally appropriate. So let's just get straight into it, I guess, and have a bit of a chat about what theory of mind actually is. So theory of mind um, is our ability to kind of attribute mental states. So by that I mean um, beliefs, intents, desires, emotions, opinions um, to yourself, but and to other people. So it's necessary to understand that others have beliefs and desires and feelings about situations that are different to our own so young kids can be really flabbergasted in situations when they do realize that other people have different opinions to theirs and it's something that kind of develops from about the 18 month to two year age range, and that's when kids really start to understand that other people have different beliefs and opinions to themselves another way that kids kind of show that their theory of mind is developing is by showing concern for others so that's just another step towards them developing um, those higher order kind of social skills so you may notice that your child frowns or gets irritable when another child is upset or an adult is yelling and they may even attempt to console that person using words or phrases that they've heard adults use so they might say that it's okay angel or they might offer you their comforter because that's what makes them feel better in those situations situations. So those signs that, you know, like the two-year age range are signs that um, theory of mind is developing, which is good, that's what we want. So at this age, you don't need to do much to encourage your child to show theory of mind, Um, it kind of at this age starts to just develop naturally. So you may, if you do want to encourage it a little bit, you may want to point out what's happening in situations. So you may say something like, oh, Millie is so upset because she dropped her lolly. I bet Millie would like a hug. Let's go give Millie a hug um, to kind of help your child understand the emotions that someone else may be happening. Another really good way to do it is to um, point out why different characters are feeling different ways in like TV shows and that sort of thing Um, but just keep in mind at this age it can be really distressing for some children to see or hear others cry so I guess at the same time as trying to get them to show empathy for other people it's also really important to reassure your child that that person crying is okay and you may need to take them to another room and kind of debrief with them they may require some cuddles themselves to help calm themselves down so it's not necessarily about only them understanding the emotions of others; it's them being able to cope with the overwhelming sense that they're getting that other people are having big feelings as well. So, at two years of age um, and beyond, children then to start to show genuine empathy, and that's also um, a key component of theory of mind. So they begin to understand how other people feel, even when they don't really feel the same way themselves. They not only understand then that another person has pain or another person might be hurt but then that's when they actively try to soothe it using methods that they find soothing so um as i mentioned before a child may um you know actively try to soothe their sibling by giving them their own comforter in an attempt to make them feel better because that's what makes them feel better or they may offer a hug or you might even see them just like pat a child on the back or on the shoulder and that sort of thing so, now that we have a bit more of an idea of what theory of mind is and how it kind of presents in younger kids, I want to have a little bit of a chat about why it's so important. So, having theory of mind is a really, really important social skill. It provides the ability for children to predict and interpret the behavior of others. So, you may notice, um, you know, children will avoid doing things in certain situations because a they know they might get in trouble or it might make mum angry or they want to follow a rule and they know it'll make the teacher angry or they may you know have pushed a kid in the past gotten in trouble for it seen that a child was upset by that and then not done it in the future because they know it'll make that child upset again so it is a really important social skill um and during infancy and early childhood children learn the early skills that they'll need to develop the theory of mind for later on um and that includes things, like I said, paying attention to people, copying people, understanding cause and effect and those sorts of things. And on top of all that, theory of mind is really necessary um, to understand that other people, like I said, they have beliefs, they have desires and they have perspectives and opinions and they feel things that are different to our own. And it's really crucial for children to develop a theory of mind Um To then have successful everyday social interactions. And then they can use that information that they're gathering through their theory of mind to analyze, judge, um, and infer other people's behaviors and values. So we've talked a little bit about how children may show theory of mind in early childhood, almost like toddler age. But when we talk about children, I'm more talking about school age. So these children Um, learn skills that they'll need to develop the theory of mind later on and those skills um that they start to develop are paying attention to other people and copying other people that can be adults and peers it doesn't really matter recognizing others emotions and using words to express those emotions happy sad mad so if they're able to pick up on um you know, the emotions that characters are feeling. Uh, Peppa Pig is, I know Peppa Pig could be controversial, but it's a really good one because that little piggy has lots of emotions. So it's a really good one if you're wanting your child to practice picking up feelings and characters. That show is really good. Um, another way that, children develop theory of mind is understanding um that they are different from other people and have different likes and dislikes from others so I may say to parents encourage that by saying oh mommy loves carrots but you don't like carrots what do you like that mommy doesn't like oh that's right you like broccoli and mommy doesn't really like broccoli that sort of thing so just you know helping kids understand that they have things that they like that other people may not like, and that's okay. It's okay to have different likes and dislikes. And I guess the last way at that like, early childhood age that children really start to understand Um, other people is that they start to understand the causes and consequences of what they do and how that may result in an emotion in someone else so if I throw my toy mum will be angry or if I hit my sister she will be sad and they start to make those connections which is quite important and you know when you see kids actually start to pick up that stuff it's actually really cool to see it's kind of like a little light bulb goes off and um, most kids do try and please you and then try and engage in things that make you feel happy like if I do this mum will be happy mum will be proud and that sort of thing so it's really cool and then between the ages of four and five children really really start to think about others their thoughts their feelings um, and that's when true theory of mind starts to emerge so everything that we've spoken about so far I guess you can kind of interpret as the foundations like building the foundations for developing theory of mind and now this is when it really starts to develop. So children then begin to understand wanting. They understand that different people want different things and to get what they want, people act in different ways. They understand thinking. Different people have different, but potentially true beliefs about the same thing. So even though two people's um, you know, opinions or beliefs may be different, it doesn't mean that one of them is wrong and they start to understand that. They also start to understand that people's actions are based on what they think is going to happen. So people do things for a specific reason. They also understand that seeing leads to knowing. And what I mean by that is at this age, if you haven't seen something, you need extra kids need extra information to kind of understand it a little bit better. But then again, they also understand false beliefs. So this is like sometimes people believe things that are not true, but they act according to their beliefs, not according to what is really true. And lastly, they start to understand hidden feelings. So by that, I mean, um, they understand that people can feel a different emotion from to the one that they're displaying so they understand that maybe even though someone has a smile on their face they might be really upset or they might be feeling really lonely and I guess this is where all that groundwork that you as parents do for helping kids express their emotions and identify their emotions starts to pay off a little bit Um, so obviously this is where true theory of mind starts but it doesn't necessarily mean that it stops here so theory of mind definitely continues to develop to develop after the age of five and for the next several years children then learn to predict what one person thinks or feels um, about what another person is thinking or feeling and they also begin to understand different language that relies on theory of mind such as you know when when people are lying when people are being sarcastic and when people are using like figurative speech so for example you're on fire um you know kids begin to understand that oh, okay that doesn't necessarily mean someone's on fire um it just means that like, you're doing a good job they start to understand those sorts of quirky little things um and some people try to argue that theory of mind development continues over a lifetime um as you you know learn more and you experience more in the world and you have more social interactions and I guess there's some truth to that but I I kind of like to think that by the time you hit adulthood and by that I mean about 21 your theory of mind's probably quite well developed now that's not to say, and I will chat about this later on, that theory, if you haven't developed theory of mind by 21, that you will never develop. You can definitely help teach people um, to develop their theory of mind. But I'm just saying in an ideal world, if a child is typically developing uh, by 21, they've probably got it down pat at that point. So, there are different ways that you can encourage your kids to show theory of mind. Now, these suggestions aren't necessarily for people that have children, for example, with a diagnosis of autism where theory of mind may not be present just yet. This is more of just for day-to-day encouragement. You can use this stuff with children who are struggling with theory of mind and maybe on the autism spectrum I'm not saying that you can't but these are more generalized things that you can do at home tips and tricks if you do have a child with autism and you are worried about their theory of mind maybe then it would be a good idea to seek the advice of a psychologist but you can try this stuff too yeah I know that's really confusing but I just want to make sure it's really clear um, that this can be used with anyone So from a really young age, you can encourage the continued growth of theory of mind by pointing out differences of opinion to your child. Oh, you like the blue ball. Mummy likes the green one a little bit better. We have a difference of opinion. And I like to play that game quite a lot, actually, with my clients. And I'll be like, that means we have a difference of... And then the the little one will be like, opinion. And it turns into this really fun game to see how many differences of opinion we can come up with within an hour. So it doesn't have to be like... really structured it can be quite fun and you can you know make a game out of it and you can also do this with characters in books and tv shows so like for example oh billy's really scared of the dog but kelly's really excited because she loves puppy dogs and that sort of thing um and always encourage interactions with same-aged peers because as your child gains greater experience with social interactions their theory of mind will naturally develop um you know with kids or with your kids sorry or when they're with their peers it's really cool to use toys and pretend play and talk with um you know older toddlers and kids about feelings as you play so for example you might have your child's little doll say that they don't want to take turns with their friend stuffed teddy and then you can ask your child oh no how do you think stuffed teddy feels um that the doll doesn't want to play and then ask your child how do you think the doll feels how do you think the pony feels and you know I don't know what characters you have laying around, but suggest how your child can show empathy to the toy and brainstorm solutions about how the toys can be friends again and that sort of thing Um, is really, really cool for developing theory of mind. And again, encourages that pretend play and, and gives you the opportunity to play with your child as well so just in general the way that parents talk and play with their child can really help a children's understanding of others thoughts and feelings so in fact there's some really cool studies out there that have shown that when mums use words that refer to thinking and feeling when they talk to their child it really helps their children's theory of mind development so some other simple things that you can do at home is just uh, follow your child's lead tune into them um and see what they're doing they need to be paying attention to you as well don't get me wrong but this can't happen if you're talking um about or playing with other things that your children's not interested in so follow their lead and observe their interests and get down on their physical level so you know face to face if they're on their tummy you lie on your tummy and that sort of thing and that'll really help them pay attention to you and just naturally kind of see what you're liking and what your opinions are and what your feelings are um, so I think that's really important and when I say tune into them also try and use some like tuning in language so by that I mean putting your own perspective and your child's perspective into words so you know about what they may be thinking or feeling so if they say like I really want a cookie right now. You can be like, oh, you want a cookie. Don't worry. Um, we're going to get one soon. First, we're just going to pack away, you know, relaying their thoughts and feelings back to them. Oh, you were a bit scared because you thought I went, but I'm right here. Or oh, I got a really, really sad just then because you threw your toy in. It hurt Mummy's feelings. It made me feel really sad. Those sorts of things. And then you can explain why other people um, may feel different ways in those situations which again is really important in laying the foundations for theory of mind um, or you can like comment on why people are feeling the way they're feeling like oh Pepper's really happy because she's going to play with her friends that sort of thing so just like um, verbalizing and using that language that shows your child that you are tuning into them and then in turn they will model that and hopefully tune into you and again, like role playing with your child um, is really important. And like I said before, using books and TV shows to talk about the characters, thoughts and feelings are all super, super important. But I think the main thing to remember is every time you interact with and talk to your child, you you have an opportunity there to put into words what you're thinking and feeling and therefore helping them develop the theory of mind. Because um, every time you do interact with your child, you know, there's always going to be conversations that you can have about thoughts and feelings and those types of conversations will really deepen your child's understandings of not only their own thoughts and feelings but how others may have different thoughts and feelings from their own Um, and you know the more interactions that children have the more opportunities they are going to have to practice those skills and learn those skills so yeah that they're just some tips and stuff that you can do at home to help push along theory of mind but just quickly I want to chat about what to do if you're concerned that your child isn't showing theory of mind. So when children have difficulty developing their theory of mind it makes it really difficult for them to understand why people may do or say the things that they do, um, have a long reciprocal conversation, tell a story, understand characters perspectives in books and tv shows, make and maintain friendships and engage in pretend play. And there are certain groups of kids, like I mentioned before, that do have difficulty with theory of mind, and that's children with autism, um, social communication difficulties, some kids with ADHD, um, some kids with physical disabilities as well, so um The hearing impaired, um, who have parents who may not use sign language as much or are learning sign language as the child is learning it because it's really hard for them just to communicate on the same level. So, these groups of children often need a little more help from therapists and parents to help develop their theory of mind. So, keep in mind, as I said before, a lot of people think and I think wrongly assume. That kids, for example, with autism don't have theory of mind and never will. And this is so untrue. Like with other things, they just need a little bit more guidance and support to learn about it. So like I was saying before when I said that if a typically developing child you know, usually has theory of mind developed fully by about 21... Um, that doesn't mean that if a child hasn't developed their theory of mind by twenty-one, that they will never develop theory of mind. You can always there's always, like I mentioned before, opportunities to develop theory of mind through just day-to-day conversations and activities, and that's the same with kids on the autism spectrum they just need a little bit more of a shove in the right direction a little bit more practice honing in on those skills but as always seek help from a psychologist if you're worried because if anything it's just going to give you peace of mind to know you know the psychologist will either say look there's nothing wrong here here's a couple of things you can do to help out or you know what it's really good that you came in let's work together to help fix this problem for you guys so Either way, you're doing a great thing for your child by seeking help if you are a little bit concerned. Um, yeah. So that's all I wanted to chat about today. That was a lot of information to grab in you know 20 minutes so sorry if I spoke a little bit fast but the awesome thing about podcasts is you can rewind me. Um, I'm gonna pop a few session notes in the description of this episode and like always if you have any questions um, or want to ask a little bit more on Theory of Mind you can email me or DM me on my Instagram page at the playful psychologist. Thanks so much, guys. I'll chat to you later. See ya.